Okay, welcome back to episode 3 of the Oversight Podcast. It's good to have you here. And if you are listening to this, I want to say um, thank you and stay tuned to the end of the of the podcast. Because it's a good podcast. Oh. So I'm Kwame. I'm Lucy and uh, guys, please forgive me for my voice today. Yeah, the voice is terrible. <laughs> and she has to cough in between speeches. Yeah. It's, it's unbearable. Please forgive me, please. So yeah, Lucy, what are we talking about today? We're talking about the school placement system. In Ghana? Yeah. Because school placement is not an issue anywhere apart yeah. from Ghana. <laughs> Probably you don't know of any, but... Yeah, Ghana school placement. Yeah, a big, big, big issue. And... There's been um, there's been a whole fuzz about it recently. Parents from students from stakeholders, major stakeholders. That's parents, YEC officials, GES officials, the Ministry of Education officials, parents, guardians, everybody involved. And basically, it's because kids are not getting into schools. Not generally, not particularly into schools, but the schools of their choice. Okay, so that's the problem. That's so. The problem. Either they are not getting schools of their choice, those who don't get schools of their choice are more than those who don't get schools at all. So this the problem is not because the um the system is not placing children, but apparently it's not placing them in schools of their choice. Yeah, so in 2005, the system this system was introduced to bring a level of fairness into the selection of senior high schools. Because before then, after your BEC, you write you, you choose, you select three schools. Then the heads of these senior high schools would go and sit somewhere and decide the kind of people they wanted in their schools. And I want to say that kind of system promoted nepotism and favoritism. Definitely, if you had a choice. Old old boy, oh, he's an old boy of this school, he's an old girl of this school. And it was unfair because the placement wasn't based on merit most of the time. And, and it was and based the, on... The other thing was, there was no way was very rare to find someone from a low class basic school from a low level basic school to attend high or a first grade school so the um, cssps was a good initiative definitely i would say so to a very large extent but so why are we having this conversation now i think basically you know parents are complaining i chose this school for my child she didn't get it his or her colleague got a worse grade than my child did, but they got the school of their choice. And then GES comes back to tell us that this is the explanation we have. But I think over the years, when it started, it was understandable that people had issues. But as time goes on, we're yeah, because it was it was in the new, beta stage, in the yeah. testing stage. But we're thinking by now those issues would have yeah, been more since two thousand and five. It should so have been. So they want to yeah. just look at what is causing these problems and going forward, how like how these problems can. Can be resolved. Definitely. My first issue with the um the system now, right? It's not with the system itself. It's with the fact that the things needed for the system to function effectively are not being put in place, right? So, you know how in ICT ICT one o one, right? Garbage in, garbage out. So if you feed the computer garbage, you it produces garbage. So if the selection of the students are not good selections, 
or are not selections that are good for them considering one the kind of students they are and secondly the kind of grades they are they will be able to produce then automatically the system will not place them in a good school it's no, as simple but, as but, that but there's one uh, there's something they say my child got a six or my child got an eight let me even use it but he didn't get his first choice school they gave him another school so this is what GS will tell you. Okay, so your child chose, now they say you have six options, right? Six options. So your child chose first class schools throughout. And if your first choice are not taking for science, there's no way your second choice is going to take it because your second choice is someone else's first choice. Okay, I get it. Yes. Right, I get it. But um, let's say somebody, I saw this um, question on one of the websites that was talking about the school placement system. And it was like, I got aggregate eight my friend got aggregate 10. He got into his first choice. But I didn't get into the same school. Probably because he wanted to study. No. They chose the same subjects. Same subjects, same school. But one got in, one didn't get in. Here's the thing. Here's what people are not realizing. Right? One chose day, one chose boarding. That's where the difference is. <laughs> okay, yeah, so if you take certain schools, especially schools that are out of the capital, crap, Schools that are mostly in the eastern western region. And in Ghana, the way the demographic is, is we have most of the good schools being situated in the central region, right? Central, maybe a little in Kumasi. Then the then eastern Accra, region. Yeah. Then before, probably before Accra, right? But the thing is, schools outside of Accra if are mostly Accra, boarding schools. So they will definitely give the nod to a student that chose to be a border over a student before they even consider a student that chose to be there, regardless of your grade. These are the criteria the Ministry of Education and the Ghana Education Service are not communicating to the stakeholders. Because parents, majority of parents, and you um, you said that most parents are semi-literate, right? They don't know, all they know is the grades, the grades, the grades, and the schools. But when it comes to placement there are system, factors that come yes, to play. there are factors, the algorithm of the CSSPS is taken into consideration that most people don't know about. And even with me, I had to take reading three articles for me to understand it. So imagine somebody who has no level of education or some somebody who doesn't have so, any so level of education. Like you said, most parents are semi-literate. They don't really understand the whole issue. All they know is my child is clever. I want my child to go to this school that they are boarding. Yeah. And then they leave that job to the teachers to do. Now, the teacher also has his favorites. He decides which schools he would advertise to the parents or advertise to the child. Unless maybe the parent has what's in her mind or has an idea. Yeah. But then it doesn't just, like you said, doesn't just um, end at your grade and the kind of school you want. It goes beyond that. It goes to whether you want day or boarding. The course, the course whether the course is saturated or it's open. Yeah, all these things play a massive role, and that's why I'm saying that for for kids to and be kind able. Of schools you selected also. Yes. You can't decide to select a grade A school throughout. Yes. Because even a grade C school is someone's grade A school. Yeah, and I mean the so-called good schools we find around are limited, so it's like so many people are fighting for spots in these small schools. And that comes back to the point that there is a need for government to improve the infrastructure and. Across, across board. Because we watched TV. I was watching TV when this placement system came. 
when they play students, they see. And one gentleman said, listen, I always thought that secondary school should be story buildings. Secondary school, you can imagine somebody saying this. You get it. He thinks, and that school had a heart as a teacher's staff common room. I thought schools, schools under trees were left for basic schools. I didn't know SHS. Would you, would you want to go to an SHS line? And this, they had placed about 230 students. And as at the time, it was only four students who have, who had reported. Mm. which quite makes sense definitely i wouldn't want my child to go to a school like that no so if we had a lot of good schools not even don't even mention grade a but if the schools were good if they had them they were up to standard the infrastructure was up to standard even let's put academics down for for now if yeah nobody would 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 say no to allowing their children go there but i have a question for you right if if who cares do you care if um Odogono, okay, had more science labs or more state-of-the-art science labs than Addis Ababa College. If I wanted to do science, I should be thinking, you no, but, do well. But, it goes beyond the infrastructure, if that's what you want to say. Yes, it goes beyond the infrastructure. It comes down to performance. There's the issue of performance. And I appreciate what um, Kufo was trying to do during his tenure when was trying to, there was uh, a the name, model schools. model schools, trying to upgrade. Upgrade one school in a district. And it, it worked. It worked because yeah, it we worked. saw so-called um, C-class schools um, um, getting more people like choosing those schools and actually getting admission into those schools. And at least it eased a bit of the pressure from these A-schools. But then free education was introduced. Ooh. And then it doubled the number of students yeah. who were actually writing the B.C. So no, then it was like, but then, so then it was like, now we are back to before, um, um, Jay Kufo's uh, initiative. <laughs> That's where we find ourselves now. And the CSSPS is doing its best to place all these students in good schools. And you can't, you can't tell me that every single student who applies for a senior high school in Ghana is going to get a good school. No, no, but, but the criteria for a good school, what makes it so infrastructure, the track record. Oh. Yeah, I mean, I mean, for me, okay, practically speaking, it has to be the infrastructure first of all, then it comes down to um the matter of performance. But then the thing is, what platform, what platform um is used to determine whether a school is good? Because even if you after the WASI, if the great schools and they say, oh, the two best students of the WASI came from this school, that is still. Make the, it. the information out there doesn't go so much down to say that okay they were good so maybe it's a good school just two out of the whole school probably the other schools had average averagely everybody did well no but in ghana the good schools are the schools that have a good track record over time they have history behind them they have good alumni so what do we do how do you make okay so let's say fine formation is out there infrastructure is there how do you make sure that these schools are performing well so that a parent would want the child to go there and then the pressure will ease on these so-called first-class schools, and maybe I mean, I mean, if if the model project was the best, but the model project was upgrading one school in every district, so probably should go beyond the one school. No, but I mean, yeah, yeah. If it goes beyond it, hallelujah. But if I mean, one one upgrading one school in every district is better than upgrading no school in every district. Uh-huh. Like, yeah, it's 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 better than none, right? But the main problem comes to if you don't select it right, 
you are not going to be placed right. And during my whole research, yeah, I did a research before the podcast. I take the podcast seriously. But <laughs> during my research, one thing I noticed was there's a problem. Um, there's a problem at the pre-placement stage. So government can first of all, not to cut. Do you, you even think the head of schools understand the placement? Head of the basic schools. It. I doubt it because thinking of it, I was reminiscing and I realized that even. We are both victims of this <laughs> system. During my time, I realized that even the way my ICT teacher came to explain the placement system to me before we actually chose our school is more confusing than anything else. Right? They don't understand the system. And in, in turn, we don't understand the system. And I don't think, first of all, I don't think parents should be leaving the responsibility to teachers to be able to, to choose these schools for their kids. If anything at all, the kids should be taking responsibility. And the, parents, the teachers, right, they can play a role, no doubt, because they are teachers. But they should be, they should come in as um, yes. a guide, not as the people who are taking the decisions for the children. Because if that is it, then at the end of the day, when we know teachers, right, when I was in school, my friend teacher didn't like me. My grand teacher didn't like me. So imagine <laughs> that was the teacher responsible. For, and I've, I've heard stories from my mates who said, I'm in this school because apparently my teacher condemned me that you can't do this you course. Are you are not good enough. First of all, that's, that's the most discouraging thing I've ever heard. And secondly, who are you to make that decision? But listen, talking about information, you know, not everybody watches TV, not everybody listens to the radio. And these kinds of information are not so widespread like the kind of information we have with entertainment. So I think what GES can do is educate the heads of schools. Then before the selection, let the heads of schools also educate their kids and their parents. Well. You get me? Yes. That, that is more decentralized. Yeah. That is more decentralized. That is more in a nuclear family where everybody can ask questions freely. Because if I'm watching on TV, I don't, I don't understand. I can't raise up my hand and ask a question. Or I can't just walk to GES. Probably the one I'm going to meet cannot really explain to my satisfaction. But this is a place. Listen, GES has a way of training teachers and heads of schools, private schools. So the Association of Ghana Private Schools can have a, a conference where people from GES will come and explain the system to the private school heads. They in turn come back, organize conferences or small confabs to explain to yeah. Yeah, parents. Yeah. Their parents, because I'm sure maximum 50 students and parents, you can accommodate them. Explain to them, guide them, let on the day of selection, let everybody be there. Okay, okay. Let, 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 um, not to cut you short, the best they do is give the names and the list of schools to the children to take home for their parents to see. Be, I think when it gets, when it, um, the time comes for children to um, choose their schools, right, a good thing the GES can do is send officials to every school to oversee this no, process. They don't, they don't have that kind of resources. I mean, you should provide it because if you don't, we will still be having this conversation five years from now. Because we, you, you have the best information because you work in the system. So you know how the system works, right? Impacting it to hosting a seminar, inviting stakeholders and it, Telling them about the information might not be enough. It might distort them. Yes, because during this whole saga, right, they, they've heard about two or three press conferences already, right? And still parents are not getting it. So you 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 put it in a system where you bring in supervisors or officials from GES, go to schools, 
Tell them about it. Explain to them even in their local languages. Explain how the thing is done. Encourage the parents to take responsibility when it comes to the selection process. So that the problem is half solved even before everything is inputted into the CSSPS. So from there, then we take it on from there. I mean, by the time the, the, the algorithm is done with everything and it brings out, there will be less problems. Now it becomes a matter of Okay, maybe I wanted day, but I got bored in, and it was okay. Then it's a problem with maybe when you are feeling, you know, petty issues like that, which is which is normal for every system that has to deal with data input, right? But now the problem is with and and the the most annoying part. If I were to be a GES official, I wouldn't have the heart for some of these parents because you can see that some of them their frustrations is coming from is as a result of clear ignorance. Yeah, because. They, some of the problems they are they are they are they are frustrated about are problems that sh- that shouldn't be problems in the first place. Now I have a gentleman in my area. I don't know the grade he got. He was working around I, but I learned he's very clever. He's coming from a government school, and I heard that he was placed in a school in the voter region. Even the mom, what to eat, she doesn't have. I don't know who selected the schools for them. I don't know, but he was placed. The mom had to go around and around, and finally, he got a school closer to where we stay. For the son to go to. But you ask, is the son really, the course is going to do Is he really going to enjoy it? And this school is not. It's not, not up to, to standard. Down, yeah. Not to look down on the school. No, you can look down on them. If it's not up to standard, I mean, it's not up no, to standard. But a school like Amazon Senior Technical, I must take. Yeah. That's where the model, the model program should come in. Make a mistake, right? Weird name, but okay. Make a mistake, um, a school children will want to go to. Make it attractive. If a mistake is it's attractive enough right students would want to go there that's where the model initiative comes in make a mistake upgrade a mistake from probably a c class school to a b class school right the more c class schools that are being made b class schools the more pressure that is being relieved from the um, a class schools and making it a fair game for everybody right so then if you get aggregate 14 and you get a mistake and you come online and come and complain. Everybody knows you are bullshitting us. It's bullshit. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, you, the grade you got is you go aggregate 14. You go a big class school. Fair game. Win-win for everybody. So what are you complaining <coughs> about? Unless otherwise you, the parents, or you, the guardian, don't want to be realistic. And you go 14 and because you chose visual arts, you want to get Premier College. No. <laughs> Somebody got 12 and chose visual arts. In Premier College, that person gets the nod over you any day. So it's like it's the the pre um uh, placement stage is the most important because if students, guardians, teachers, heads of schools are able to understand how the algorithm works, they can use that information to help the students choose the schools properly. Then now, if you put it into the school placement system. All they have to do is get your raw score and your aggregate from YEC and they add it to that. The algorithm does this thing. <coughs> bam, you get a good school. Yeah, so if you don't get a good school, then you know it's not because anybody's preventing you from getting so a good apart, school. Apart from, apart from the information also, like we mentioned, we also need to upgrade the schools. We also need to see the performance of these schools go very... And then there's also the need for... The, Government to tell people that we have TVET and STEM schools. Yes, the vocational schools. And the technical schools. Yes. 
Then we have the STEM schools. That is the science, technology, engineering, and math. STEM. That is a new... This is my first time hearing STEM. So it's a new initiative. So STEM is all over the world. Like, it's science... Oh, okay, so it's a global thing. It's a, it's a global thing. So it has to do with science, technology, engineering, and math. Okay. That is it. And everywhere they are promoting it, especially for girls. Okay. Now in Ghana here, the Ministry of Education has set up about seven of them. Seven of those schools. And this year, because people were not, didn't know whether it was going to be operational or not, after the placement, he said, listen, you can go there and self-place yourself. You can go to their portal and self do a self-placement if you really want these schools. So, um, there are seven of them. Let me see if I can get their names. Okay, so this is like, um, is it is it um, uh, a side to like, I don't know how to put this, but it's is it like school. a, is it like a, a facility? Okay, school. so it's a school on its own. It's a, it's a school on its own. It's not, it's not being incorporated into other schools. Not, not really. So, some of them, fine, but then mainly it's a newly built school with standard which accepts people from the basic education. Yes, yes, from BEC to do pure. It's a, it's a high school. But to do pure science. Pure, pure science. I wish, I wish I was, I wish I was in JHS. Because that would, that would have been my first choice. I don't know about children of nowadays. I don't know about the primary colleges and that. But like, I mean, I would want to go. I want, I would want to go to a school that is more focused. That has a more focused, a more narrowed down curriculum do you understand what i'm trying yeah. maybe it's probably because i've been frustrated by the whole system a lot <laughs> but i because even the way our curriculum is built it's too general so we have one that almost stems says it has um 24 units 29 units of classroom standard ict lab accommodate the stem program is in a two hours district and we have the bosom tree. So you say there are seven of them, right? Seven, seven of them. And I think yeah. most of them, most of them are in the eastern and central regions, right? Yeah. The few and, in there. even one here in Accra, East Legon, TVET. It's a TVET center, but they have incorporated engineering and math and technology. I mean, yeah, it's very narrowed down. It's very straight to the point. You spend the same number of years. You can get in with your BEC certificate. So more specific. More specific. And you get to self-place yourself in those schools. I mean, people want this opportunity. They are not getting it. It's, that's that's where the issue of the narrative we find ourselves in the diseducational system. That's where every problem is. Because they made it seem like, and even me, that I think I know better, right? I still have this notion sometimes that vocational school is for people, quote-unquote, who are not good students. But we have to move past that narrative to a place where vocation right it's a choice no but when you go outside well in germany it's you have women learning carpentry in the university i mean people with vocation are valued over people with degrees <laughs> but here is the other way around yeah and it, it's sad because it's putting pressure it's not their fault because initially never pay vocation never paid in ghana right it's, it's these days that people really come to appreciate things like sewing no but i mean well yeah and Back then, if you weren't a good student, you're like, okay, then go and learn a trade. I think that's where the whole messed up uh, idea about vocation started. But if we're able to move away from this kind of narration and get to a place where we, we really believe that vocation is the way forward, I think as we get to a point where the relevance of these so-called A-class schools are going 
are going to go down, like the relevance will go down, right? Imagine there was a national mass and science quiz or something of that sort purchased for vocational students. Yeah, yeah. Those these are ways you you incentivize. Oh, is it Onga or one of these seasoning companies have a program cooking? Program for secondary schools. It's a shoulder, shoulder, and enjoy. I have I have an interesting story on that thing. So when I was in SHS and Onga decided to uh, was it Onga or was it Royco? One of these seasoning companies, right? They decided to host these cooking shows with for vocational schools, but they chose Accra Academy as a location, right? And they brought they brought um, all these vocational schools. They came prepared with their you know key utensils, with their aprons, and like they looked like they know what they were about, right? And then SRC president goes and tells them that no, it's it's not fair for you to host something in our school and for us not to be part of it. So we want to be part of the competition. I'm like, okay, it's your grounds, you do what you want. We enter into the competition and we are second. I'm not kidding you. See, no, that's me, you're lying, but you oh, are you trying to say <laughs> academy is corrupt? <laughs> no. We were second for what reason? I don't know how it happened. Apparently, we we're better than all those vocational students, <laughs> but that's just by the way. But these are ways you can incentivize the vo- vocation, right? You can make kids interested in learning a vocation, whether it's carpentry or something. Because I know the way of the world is a skill. If you have a yeah. skill and you find a way to put it out there, you are going to you are never going hungry. Go hungry. Yeah, and. At the back of our minds, we know vocation is the way to oh, go. Yeah. If I had known better, I always tell people if I had known better, probably I would have gone to a training college, come back. Are you sure? So, yeah. Because if I had known what I know today. Yes. <coughs> I would have gone to a university. Wow. Well. Maybe I would have gone to a university, but not directly after secondary school. Okay, it would have, have been. Teacher training, come back, maybe learn a trade. Like, I really like to sew. So maybe learn how to sew. Then maybe I'm just going to do something, something, something along those lines. Yeah. Well, it makes sense. It makes sense. But right now, the university with each passing year, the university is becoming more of a fallback plan for most of us. I say us because <laughs> that's my situation. But it's because of you know how the system is changing and everything. But not to go off point. But these kids needs to need to um actually take responsibility for their school placement system and take responsibility for the kind of grades they are getting because it's shambolic it's embarrassing i don't want to be part of that thing subject so if a student pronounces future as future what do you think that child is going to go to show it's another topic for another day i don't want if you want to go into no but like the fact that they were parading they were parading so proudly parading their messed up results on national television and they were, oh my goodness, it was, and it's like, well. Their parents okay. allowed them. Yeah, we are in the, we are in the era of uh, liberation, rights, you know, those uh, kind of stuff, right? If I had known better, right, when I was choosing my schools, and thinking of it, I wish I knew better because um, um, I, didn't, I didn't have any prior information about these schools I was selecting. All I knew was, um, I heard acquaintance is a good school, Okay, then let me, is it class A? And even for my placement system, right? I did it under three minutes because I wanted to get over with. And yeah, that was the attitude back then. 
because the high school placement system okay let me go through the list let me go through the list it was like one one a4 sheet with all the good schools in front the bad schools behind so-called bad schools you have to go through all the good schools Mm, this has a good name the offer boarding okay let me put it here that's how it's done how and if you think about the fact that this is your future and this is how you go about it <laughs> it it's scary hey. it's scary for a lot of children and this is how they end up but at the end of the day the C- cssps is evenly putting kids in schools and that's the good thing because they are distributing good, good are distri- bad in a school good bad so the problem is not with the CSSPS. It's with, it's with yes, it's with us. And Ghanaians have always been a problem. And we like to talk with our Yes, we've always been a problem. We we'll complain, but we wouldn't want to listen. And the the GES in collaboration with the um, Ministry of Education, they have this initiative where you can go online. They have a portal where you can find valuable information about I mean, all the schools. Well, I mean, if you are looking to get into a senior high school and you can't read, I mean, what do you want in a senior high school? <laughs> you should be able to read the information there, process that information, and make that information. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I mean, you should be able to do that. That if, is the ideal situation, my brother. This is not an ideal situation. Ha. I mean, going online, finding information about the schools you want to choose. The education system needs to go and overall. We don't need an overhaul. We just need to put things in the right place. Hey. Okay, okay. I heard someone saying we need an overhaul. But when it comes to CSSBS... No, no, no. For that one, we don't need. It's the best thing that ever happened. Imagine choosing a school when it was the manual placement system, right? Your first well, choice was in Accra. No, your first choice was in Accra. Second choice is the central region. Third choice in the uh, uh, Ashanti region. You had to go through... You had to go so to all, all these schools, schools, check their notice board to find out, find out whether your name was there. It's tedious, first of all. No, and it's not effective. Time, no, you could never select schools from different regions. If you select, they had to be in one region. Very limiting, right? And the three schools. So CSSPS is a good thing. That's come to stay. Not going anywhere. No, it shouldn't. And from the way people are making, they are making it seem like it's a bad thing. But it, it's actually not a bad thing. And it's, it's here for us. So <coughs> we, we can either make the most out of it or still be mediocre and come at the end of every, because we want to complain. And make it seem like, well, so that's all on the CSSPS and education system. Uh, we, right? we hope we hope that after listening to this, probably the, the next placements, yeah, we wouldn't hear so many. Yeah, we wouldn't have such a big fuss about it. So yeah, before before we go, I want to encourage you to rate this podcast wherever you hear it, and you know, um, like any form of content related to the oversight podcast we have an instagram account now at the oversight pod and dm us um a picture of your of your school yeah your oh, mama really yeah or the school or you know what if you can remember right make a list of your school you placement you system got. yeah what you chose and what you got your ideal school whether you're a reject student a protocol <laughs> student, anything related to school placement dm us at oversight pod and yeah, we will see it, we will read it, and we will give you feedback. So, yeah, I'm Kwame. I'm Lucy. Sign up. Thanks for staying with us. <laughs> <laughs> okay, bye bye.